92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Back to old school with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It gets crazy. Like I, you know, who, who wrote this article? Sip. Which one are you talking about? Yeah, Sip wrote this article. I'm gonna have to text him, tighten him up real quick. Well, somebody asked the question. You know, I mean, folks are making those decisions, right, about whether they're gonna go, whether they're gonna stay. I, I'm a member of this club. I don't care. You don't care. I don't care. Look, you, you, yeah, you, I always, I'm a, I'm a firm believer. You got to do whatever you think is best for you at that time. Like, I'm not getting emotionally twisted because somebody's yeah. not sure they're going to go. Yeah, you ain't got no apples in the oranges, man. Just no. hope you all make the right decision. No. I mean, and it's more often than not, it's the wrong decision. Yeah, and that's why we, it's no different than the transfer portal. Do, do I mean, people they, have a real a, understanding of what's going on in the transfer portal? Like, do people I really? Think, I don't think anybody really knows. I, I, I always call it, it's a vortex. You're in an unknown world, and you're all vying for it. It's almost like you got thousands and thousands of people trying to vie for, like, the same girl. Well, that's that's kind of my point. It's kind of like. I don't like, think anybody really knows. It's, and it's, it's no different than, uh, like, the NFL draft. There, there's going to be entries that go in there. It's you at a bar with 500 people. And trying to get one of them to And pick trying you. to get. But and try to get the right one, like the right one, one, right one for you, right, and the right one for them. Right, it's got like it's a relationship. It's no different if you go into the NFL draft. You could get drafted, but you could get drafted, and it's not the right situation. Like, oh for man, you. I got drafted by Detroit. Right. <laughs> like oh, it, so you know it, how many? You know it how looked. Many? It looked like it looked like Tampa. Like it looked like Tampa. It talked like Tampa. Sure, you got to the crib. It was Detroit, man. <laughs> or anybody. You get there and it's a bad organization. There's a lot of turnover from GM to head coaches. Then next year you comes a GM and a head coach that necessarily doesn't think favor you know, think of you very highly, right? Then next thing you know, you're you're gone or you're you know, they come in a different offense or a different defense. You might not suit that defense. Or what people don't understand is it's such a copycat league, so you know, everybody's trying to, you know, recreate or replicate Patrick Mahomes in their offense or, you know, the defense of Tampa Bay that stopped them, so forth and so on. So, you know, you got to you gotta sit back sometimes and look at this and make sure you're making the right decision. But ultimately, it's their decision. Everybody that's, that's making decisions is a grown man. You got to deal with it. Hopefully, it works out for everybody. But here's what also kids don't understand. This is also from going from high school to college, college and definitely to the pros. It's one thing if you're lucky enough to make it, okay, to get there. It's a whole different ball game sticking and then continuing to be good and, and continue to prove yourself and be that guy because it's one thing to come in and be hungry and hunt. It's another thing to stay hungry and be the hunted because then you got to constantly do self-evaluation. And kids these days don't self-evaluate very well. 
Well, but I mean, a lot of this stuff is some coach from the middle of the country reaching out to a coach on one of the extremes of the country about a player that that coach wants to get rid of anyway, and then still being able to get the truth about that player. Like, you don't know. Yeah, you don't really know. Um, I don't know how the transfer thing goes. I'm sure they got people. I'm sh- I mean, I'm hoping that – and I don't know all the rules, so if I'm misspeaking, then so be it. You know, I'm not – you know, I don't have any skin coming off my back. But I'm assuming if I was if I was going to be going into the portal, I'm a, I'd, I'd like to think I'm able to go and call my high school coach or somebody that I trust and have them kind of help me through the process of – and that's assuming your high school coach is willing to is willing to and able to because he right. may not be a dude that Has college a, coaches want to talk to. Right. So I mean, it, it's all. I mean, you know, you could be you could have a list of schools and your high school coach calling, but you might not. You might be on the list, but you ain't at the top of the list. And so the coach might not be there for you. Right. And the coach might not be there for you. Your high school coach might not be there for you. Or the coach that maybe recruited you at certain time might not be there, or or might be gone. You know, say like you're in the portal, and say Nick used to re- recruited me, and he was at say Utah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Nick technically is at Utah, but come December twentieth or whenever, deuces, the first, he's at Utah State. Yep. And so then, therefore, Nick can't communicate with me because Utah already knows he's going to Utah. And they're State. running a different system, and Nick, he's not going to fit there. Right, but at the end of the day, there's the restrictions on it. So, I mean, look, when you get in there, I mean, there's more kids in the transfer portal than there is spots. There's more people that are going to go out for the draft than there is spots, and this is what people also don't understand. With COVID last year, priority free agents, street free agents, didn't get a chance to get into camps, let alone to even a lot of pro days. Mm-hmm. So there's guys that are um, been training for a year or two that, they're still on teams' radar that are going to get shots. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, barring that there's not another COVID outbreak. Yeah. On top of, you have super seniors and regular seniors going into the draft. Just in this, just in this draft alone. So you know, a lot of times you kind of a lot of want to like like want that you know overabundance of players to kind of sift through for a year or two. Somebody just said a thing, and I, I, I my, my gut reaction was one thing. I'm not sure that yours would be the same. Would you rather have a great recruiter and an average coach or a great coach and an average recruiter? College football. I want both. Yeah, it's not, I don't want either. I want – I mean, I'm paying you to do both, right? Yeah, that's why like, – Like, okay, yeah, you're my, a great that, recruiter. That I mean, I get it because you can sell the university and sell yourself, but then you don't know how to coach football? Right, like that's – Like, that's weird. <laughs> well, like you, that was I my mean, reaction to it was like there's some there, now there are some now look there's some guys that really know how to recruit, have a lot of relationships and know kind of can get some. You just can't be really really bad at either, especially coaching. But we know programs that are really bad at one or the other. Yeah, and there's really there's coaches that are really really bad at one or the other. But yeah. I but I'd want every coach to be. A great especially or a good at, coach, at, and then the obviously a good, to, yeah, and a good to great recruiter. Now if, now, if you tell me that you're at and an evaluator too, you're at Baldwin, right? You're at Baldwin University. You're one or the other. You're either you're, yeah. you're probably a great coach, but not the best recruiter, right? Um, James Madison, you're probably a better 
recruiter than you are a coach. Right. You got to, and, and also, <laughs> but at, at, at Power Five, you have to be both. You really yeah, should. And be you got to be able to evaluate guys in multiple positions that fit you, but you got to be able to evaluate talent. You can't just be like, oh, DP is. Six two two fifteen, and he runs this. So you gotta see, like, can he really play? Because you might be six two two fifteen, or whatever it is that we need to say, like a position. But you stiff, and if you can't move, but that's, you can't play. But that's the great line. It's it's kind of like being in media or being in in in, in movies that. The higher up you go, the less you have to to know to pay attention to. Nick Saban ain't seeing two star film; it doesn't reach him. Right. He's he's tr- really trying to figure out what the finest cut of meat is, like of the finest cuts of meat. Now, if you're at Utah State, guess what? You gotta have an eye. You gotta have an eye, boy. And you can't miss. You can't miss. Nick Saban it. misses. You ain't never gonna know he missed. That there, dude, there, there's guys that, that transfer out of Alabama. Well, but that, but that dude's yeah. never going to get on the field. He's never going to cost Nick Saban a minute. He's never going. He's not going to cost no. him a game. He's never going to cost him make a, a terrible play. That dude ain't never going to get on the field. Like he's going to get to practice, and they're going to wear him out, and he's never going to know. Or if you miss at Nebraska, leave. it's a big deal because the margin of error has in, yeah. has, has increased. Yeah, it depends on where you're at. You're at. I, I remember when I think Alabama beat Georgia. For the national title, maybe. Because I think they were playing in the Sugar Bowl. And remember they had – Alabama had the uh, guy on kickoff. He was an outside linebacker. He was a highly recruited kid. And he got into it on the field and then got into it kind of with Nick Saban. And mm-hmm. then he really got into it with the assistant coach. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the best example of a guy that ended up leaving there in the transfer port. And I think he went to, like, Arkansas State or mm-hmm. something. Um that you know, kind of showed that you know it well, was it was, it was it was a it was a bust for Nick Saban because he's a guy that had tons of potential out of high school and he never worked. So, well, but, but think about that. If you go to Central Arkansas or Arkansas State from Alabama, that's because everybody that knows Nick Saban was like, nope. Yeah, like all them boxes, just like he was deleted from a whole lot of. List of Especially candidates for that. Now, right? it, look, but Jen, for every one of those guys, mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara was there, and he went to Tennessee, mm-hmm. and that was because you had like Derrick Henry, Mark Ingram, so forth and so on. It was just a matter of overabundance of NFL running backs, and Alvin Kamara went to Tennessee. Think about that. Just think about that. That that's exactly the point. That they are so like there are no misses in the pro in those programs, and there's only a handful of programs where that exists. Right. But everybody else can't miss like you've really got to have you're gonna miss but you can't miss at a high percentage to where it hurts your recruiting class and then it hurts your well but you see your, your, it though you yeah. see when 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 that number is wrong and you go wait a minute this is like we have wasted time effort energy resources and money yeah. but but then you have to decide then you have to find a way so say like nick right Babyface gangster is the number one you know one of the top defensive tackles but we get here and you know he gets a little boo boo. He can't play like he playing mm-hmm. can't play hurt or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he likes to be out at parties and the frat parties. You know he's like a little club kid. And we figure like okay he's a bust. Okay well he's a, he he's actually our bust. So now we got to find a way instead of a ideally we'd like to get fifty plays out of Nick mm-hmm. as a starter. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming just say fifty. Mm-hmm. We got to find a way to get fifteen good solid plays out of him. Special, we got to find some. 
Well, yeah, I mean, if he's a defense tackle, he, but there's got to be something that he or we can coach him to do. That's better not than everything else. Everything, something that he can do in a role to get something out of him. But he doesn't. He doesn't get to Clemson without being able to show that there's one thing that he does. That Nobody does. Need. I mean, these guys aren't getting two hundred thousand dollars scholarships without showing something that you can right. do. So people, that thing exists. It, it does exist. We got to bring it out of you. And if you, as much as Nick wants to hide it, we got to get it out of him. Yep. Or something close to it. Um, I always remember, I think, when Alabama won one of their first national championships, they had a – I call him all-time pass rusher that came off the bench because they were real big, mm-hmm. right? They had um, – remember Darius, the, the defensive tackle? They were just extremely yeah. huge across their front 3-4. Yeah. Not very pass rush oriented still. I mean, they had four or five sacks each or something like that. They brought a guy off the bench. He was, I think he was number 59 who on third down package, he would run their stunts and stuff like that. Mm. He got a ton of pressures. He got a sacks and stuff like that. Well, he's that's the example, right? He might have came in. Maybe he, didn't, he wasn't able to put weight on, or he was a guy that walked on and developed there. Mm-hmm. So then he was able to play a role that would end up being effective. So that's part of it too because sometimes everybody looks at recruiting that if you sign 20 guys, we're getting 20 all-conference players. That's not the case. Yeah, but they get pretty close. Alabama, yeah, but I'm just talking about in general. Like, oh, it, like no, no. It just we know that Vanderbilt, Purdue, Indiana. It's no, I'm cr- just talking you, about like even. You're rolling dice. Like, it's ha. Not what every is- guy that Ohio State, Michigan recruits, they, they're, it, it's hum- they're, they're not that dumb to be thinking 20 guys year after year are going to develop into – all conference Well, because players. you can't play, but you, you can only play one. Exactly. Like, so you, you know, like, sit. this is the guy that fits the need. We need a number two tight end that's going to be, like, our big power run blocker. Uh, let me answer this. So, John asked the question, is Urban a great X and O coach? He says it's debatable. No, it is no, not. No, it is not. No, it is not. No. He's no, a phenomenal. No, it is it not. That a, dude, oh, my, go to his go to his film study. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, he's a he's – matter of fact, go online – jump online and find Urban Urban Meyer's uh, X and O study. No, he's uh, – He's exceptional. He's the – Urban Meyer is the one – when we talked about do you need a great coach or a great recruiter, he's both. He's both. And he's a great motivator. He's a great evaluator. Yeah. Um, and he's very, very detailed. Yep. Yep. All good. We'll throw the break. Come back. We'll close out. Old school. Still got a long night, but buckle up. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.